Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2388, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another Friday show where I answer your questions. On all the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you like an audiobook, and with permission from the authors, of course, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now, I'll let you know how you can send in your own question at the end of the show, plus get rewarded for sending in your question. But for now, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Today's question came via email. Clint writes, I'm a 55-year-old man in good health and in reasonably good shape. I walk three miles nearly every day and run 30-second sprints on those walks. I also do a dumbbell workout three days a week. Not really Stallone style, but a pretty good workout. In the past three years, I intentionally lost nearly 30 pounds and got pretty thin. Then I decided to put on some muscle. I've been very blessed. My whole life, I've been able to see some results pretty quickly when I do resistance training. It's happened that way this go-around as well, until the past few months. I've hit a real plateau in muscle gain, as well as weight loss. I've gained back about 10 pounds since my low, but I'm good with that because it's muscle, at least I believe so. But I'd like to thin back out some too. So my questions are, one, is it beneficial to do my resistance workout in a fasted state to break through this plateau? And two, are plain whey protein powders helpful? I know that to increase muscle, I'll need protein. I just don't want to overeat. Thanks so much. Love your pod and all the OLD podcasts. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question, Clint. And I'm so glad you enjoy all of the shows in our OLD network. Thank you for listening. Now, first, you deserve a pat on the back. Congratulations on your weight loss. It sounds like you've been able to lose the weight, as you said, intentionally, which is important, and slowly by staying active and eating nutritiously. This takes hard work and patience, so again, congratulations. Hitting that weight loss or muscle gain plateau is very common. You mentioned that you believe that some of the 10 pounds you've regained may be muscle. So let me address that quickly first. Yes, it's absolutely possible that you've gained 10 pounds of muscle. One quick way to tell is to see how your clothes are fitting. How do your shirts and pants feel? Do the pants still fit properly around the waist and hips? Do the shirts feel tight around the arms and chest? Then it's probably muscle. If, on the other hand, the shirts feel a bit tight around the abdomen and the waist on an older pair of pants are starting to feel a bit snug, then it may not be muscle that was gained. 
Instead, it may be fat. Now, what about breaking through those plateaus by mixing up your workouts and working out in a fasted state? Being in a fasted state simply means you haven't consumed any foods or drinks containing any significant calories for a while. Now, how long is a while? And what about fasted cardio, meaning a fasted workout? Well, it does depend on who you ask and the situation involved. For example, before you go in for routine blood tests, like getting your cholesterol and blood sugar levels checked, your doctor may recommend that you fast for at least eight hours before going to the lab and having your blood drawn. Before going in for a body composition analysis with one of those bod pod machines, which basically tells you how much fat versus muscle you're carrying on your body, they may tell you to fast for four hours beforehand. Then in other cases, fasting may last days and even weeks. Most of the studies on fasting and exercise address fasting from anywhere from eight to 12 hours. This is sometimes called the overnight fast, since some of us are lucky enough to get this many hours of continuous sleep and technically won't be eating or drinking during these hours. So fasting for eight to 12 hours is usually what folks are talking about within this context. Now, why would working out on an empty stomach or a fasted state be a good thing? Researchers are discovering that by not eating before you perform aerobic activity, like running or jogging, cycling, and so on, your body is forced to burn fat as its major source of energy. If, however, we eat something before we go for our run, let's say, we will technically burn less fat for fuel. For most of us, one of our goals is to lose body fat, or at least keep it to a low percentage of our overall body weight. So burning more fat during a workout sounds like a great thing, and it is. Brazilian researchers recently performed a meta-analysis on how much fat was burned when exercising in a fed state versus a fasted state. And a meta-analysis basically means that they looked at a bunch of studies that were already published on this same topic and tried to find what the overall consensus was. Sure enough, they found that the body burned more fat as fuel when folks hadn't eaten over the past 8 to 12 hours. But, and you knew there had to be a but somewhere, the research basically found that by performing aerobic or cardiovascular exercise in a fasted state will make the body burn more fat as fuel, they didn't know whether this actually leads to the loss of actual body fat. That means researchers are finding that the body does use more fat as fuel, but fat doesn't always come from stored fat from our fat cells. At any given moment, we have what are called free fatty acids floating around in our bloodstream. So who's to say the body's not using those free fatty acids as fuel instead of body fat? In fact, the researchers argue that this is likely the case. So rather than shrinking our fat cells, the body may just be burning the fat that's floating around in our blood anyways. Now you may think, well, isn't that a good thing? If we're removing fat from our bloodstream, won't that reduce our risk for having a heart attack or stroke? Maybe, maybe not. We need some fat in our bloodstream too. Plus, we have to weigh the potential risks and benefits of fasting before a workout. In fact, can we think of any situations where not eating before a workout, the individual would be placing themselves at risk for some serious complications? The first thought that comes to my mind would be swimming. I would never recommend someone jump in a pool and start swimming laps after having fasted for 8 to 12 hours. Why? Well, If an individual's blood sugar gets too low, fainting can happen, and if you faint in a pool, you drown. I also wouldn't recommend this for pregnant women or those with diabetes or children and adolescents 
or the elderly for that matter. In fact, I'd be cautious before recommending anyone try fasted cardio. Having low blood sugar is actually far more dangerous in the short term than having high blood sugar. So on to your next question. Are plain whey protein powders helpful? Whey protein is one of the two major proteins found in milk. Have you heard the phrase curds and whey? Well, they're basically referring to these milk proteins. The term curds is referring to the other protein, casein. During the cheese making process, for example, which requires the heating of milk along with some other processes, the liquid left behind is full of whey protein. And what researchers have discovered is that whey protein is easily digested and absorbed. And in fact, we talked about this in great detail in yesterday's episode. So when it comes to sports supplements, this is music to a personal trainer's ears. You'll often hear whey protein being discussed as a sports supplement. I mean, come on, a protein that's easily digested and absorbed by the body? Combine that with the fact that animal-based proteins, like whey, since it comes from milk after all, are used very efficiently by the body? Seems we have a perfect combination to support muscle growth, in theory. So let's examine this more closely. A number of studies have been performed examining the effects of whey protein supplementation on exercise performance, muscle growth, and preventing injuries. Basically, whey protein supplementation is most helpful for those over the age of 55. This is because beginning around our 30th birthdays, we begin losing muscle mass pretty quickly. As each year goes by, we lose more and more muscle so that by the time we reach retirement age, many of us will be facing some major muscle loss. One way to prevent this, of course, is to stay active. Performing resistance or strength training exercise is especially important. As we all know, diet is important as well. Protein is important for maintaining muscle growth. And as we age, we typically don't consume as many protein-rich foods. And this may happen for a number of reasons. We may find we're just not as hungry. There's tooth decay and tooth loss. There's difficulty swallowing and loss of taste sensations. So as we age, we have the perfect combination for muscle loss. We're not as active and we aren't eating enough protein. Researchers found that giving whey protein to older adults may help delay muscle loss. But these same researchers also acknowledged that it may not just be whey protein that's helping, but simply the increase in protein consumption in general. Now, will whey protein supplementation help younger folks? Here, the data are not as clear. Some studies say yes, others find not so much. So this likely means it's probably not all that helpful for most individuals. But let's say you decide to go ahead and supplement. We then need to ask if protein supplementation is safe. We need to understand that brand of supplement matters. As I've said many times before, the supplement industry is not very well regulated in the U.S., The products you see on the shelves at our local drugstore cannot be assumed to be safe. One study found that 15% of the supplements available contain banned substances like amphetamines, or street name speed, and anabolic steroids. Others have found that supplements may not even contain the ingredients listed on the label. You may think you're purchasing a waste supplement, but in fact, you're getting something else entirely. This is probably the biggest safety concern. So, how can you tell a supplement is safe? There are three ways to look at it. First, you can look for a USP symbol on the outside of the product's packaging. Two, you can look for an NSF symbol on the outside of the product's packaging. And three, you can use consumerlab.com. This is an independent company that tests supplements available on the market for quality and purity. They do require a subscription to access their database, but it's not that expensive. 
If you are pursuing a college education, it's highly likely that your campus library has electronic access to Consumer Labs database already. Oh, and another thing, those that are lactose intolerant or have a milk allergy probably want to stay away from using whey protein. Again, it's because it's made from milk. So what's the bottom line? If we're talking about breaking through plateaus, you may consider using a supplement like whey protein once you get to the age of 55 or older and be sure to continue working out consistently. Specifically, keep up that resistance training. I wouldn't recommend fasted cardio, but something you could consider is mixing up your routine. For example, you could try lifting heavier weights with more break time in between and less repetitions, or use lighter weights with more repetitions and less break time in between. You could also increase the amount of time you spend sprinting. Try to mix up your exercise routine and see if that gets things going. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I wish you all the best, Clint. And again, thank you for taking the time to send in your question. Now, if you send your question in and you're in the U.S., we'll physically mail you a copy of our 216-page hardcover workbook totally free. If you're outside of the U.S., we'd be happy to provide an electronic version. You can email a question to health at oldpodcast.com. That's health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice played on the show, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 161 I love OHD. That's country code 1-614-568-3643. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening every day and all the way through. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.